fucking me out. Yeah. I got a whole docket. Let's go. <laughs> I was so excited to record today because, oh my God, my soul was starving. My soul was starving, and Young Money and J. Cole saved my life. It was a good time. They, I mean, they ended the week right. I mean, I'm, I'm, to be honest, like I'm, I'm speechless. Like I had so much to say over the weekend talking to my dad. Like, oh my gosh! <laughs> but right now, I'm just I'm speechless. Like I don't even know, I, I, I don't even know where to start. To be honest, but I know what gets me hyped. Yeah, Cam came on. It was a wrap. Yo, this album was like. I don't have a reason. Killer, it's the off season. Let's keep it toy. Y'all ain't fucking with my man. Yo, yo, yo. Stop it. Hit pause, hit pause, hit pause, hit pause, hit pause. We just, man, listen. You know they don't got the What up, what up, what up? <laughs> Welcome to the Ox Cast. I'm Ant. I'm Daki Miati. It's like, no, I'm Jazzy Miati. <laughs> hey, yo. And we the plug. Thank y'all for tuning in again. Uh, as always, Ox Cast on Twitter, Ox Cast on Instagram, uh, Ox and all your podcast streaming platforms and all of that. Uh, we, we just gonna get right into it because there's too much, way too much to talk about. Right. And we just gonna start from where we started in the intro. All right, Jazz. I'm gonna throw it right to you. I know you've been dying, dying I just, here. <laughs> I, I just, my soul has been starving. We talk about it every episode. How we just don't, they just don't give us good music. Like I think we've just been waiting for like the goats to drop, and they finally did. Like over the weekend, first goat, mm-hmm. J Cole. Um, I listened to. I, first, I want to talk about like the structure of the album, like. I appreciated that it was 12 songs. I feel like that's kind of a magic number when it comes to albums. I know um, the newer albums are usually, they're either like super short or super long. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like a, a 12 track album is kind of perfect. Um, I feel I felt like, you can correct me if I'm wrong, he structured it in the same way that he did KOD in my mind because like I felt like he came out the gate strong with, uh, the 95 South and I feel like hearing Cam and Lil John was such a great like surprise and treat for the fans mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, I feel like that song was just perfect like it it made me want to uh, go outside and hoop like I was I was imagining myself crossing somebody up when uh when that song was playing like I was literally in the mirror like like <laughs> not athletic not an athletic bone in my body but like it made me feel like a hooper I, um, I threw that album on at like 6 a.m. And of course, mm-hmm. it's coming on, mm-hmm. but I like you know I'm gr- I'm going my way to work, mm-hmm. and as soon as Cam I heard Cam's voice, I was like, "Whoa, mm-hmm. like, where, where am I at? Like, what, what is it?" Mm-hmm. I mean, we all in the same room together. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was on some shit like, "Okay, like this, you you started it off crazy already." Yeah, it was it was such a great start, 
And I felt like he, like in, I could, I could be wrong. Cause I only listened to it like once or twice, like all the way, like from top to bottom. But I felt like he gave us like that flow in the beginning where it's kind of catering to the new sound, like those type of songs. And then like, um, like towards the end is like that J Cole where he's like spitting kind of like the content is different. Like the flow is a little more like conscious and it's like, he starts off like turning up and then the middle songs kind of like are steady. And then towards the end, he gives you that like introspective Cole. Um, I feel like just kind of piggybacking off of that. I noticed that there's a J Cole flow that I'm okay with, but not a super huge fan of. And then there's the J. Cole that like his flow that I'm a super fan of. Like how he was rapping on that freestyle that he dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the Cole that I, I really like. Like how he flows like that. I can't describe it. It's kind of like you're he's just like having a conversation, like but when he does the that one I'm not like as big of a fan of because I feel like that sound kind of caters more to like the the newer sound like I feel like even though he's cold and he doesn't he he's at the point where he can make the music that he wants and people are going to love it but I still feel like he has the obligation to still stay current and move with the 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 current sound so that's just how I you talking about the flow that you don't like, so I'm, I'm assuming you mean the flow like you had on like a hundred mil. No, 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 still on the grind. No, 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 still on the grind. And I actually they, like that song. I like that song too, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to pinpoint the flow that's, on that's this album. That's the flow that she talked. Yeah, that's the flow. Yeah, you, you know, because I, I it carries their flow into the verses too. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember because this album is so new, like, and I need more time to digest it. I, I don't think I can pinpoint the, um. Let the flow on one of these on one of these tracks because it's new, but I can refer back to like KOD when he was uh rap how like how he rapped on like uh ATM and I think even like the title track KOD like yeah ATM yeah I just I like how he raps on like brackets mm-hmm. like that that type of flow if that makes sense but overall I thought the project was really dope um I felt like he. His he's just so clever. Like he's just like I can't even. It's just a simple. Like he think, he's just super clever. I just I love. I think it. it was just due time. I think yeah. Cold dropping. First of all, we haven't heard from like the big guys in a while, as far as the entire project. Like mm-hmm. you heard like Drake versus here and there, mm-hmm. but and you even heard like a cold like they put out the. Uh, the Dreamville Journal was that was that two years ago now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you heard Cole a little bit there. He dropped like a song or two here and there, like every blue moon. But I think this is the first time in a while we've heard one of these rappers get deep in a like, all right, it's time to get back to work. Back. Right. And so with everything we've been talking about on this podcast for the last couple months and how like ah, it's uninspired or yeah. we or an album will come out and we may like it but it you know it's come and go like nothing yeah. like felt like it stuck to your ribs and right like, this is the first project in a while where everybody unanimously was like oh fine like fine we, we back to it yeah i threw on my j cole graphic t 
I was all hype, windows uh, down, blasting it, driving the Chick Fil A, of course. Hype, of course. <laughs> Cold Fillet. Yeah. Cold Fillet. <laughs> oh. No, it, it was it was really it was, great. Was great. And um, my my yeah. dad texts me like one of the lines, um, like a J Cole line. Let me go to the text and find it. And he was mind blown. He said, "I flipped like exclamation point." I, I flip like yeah. exclamation oh, yeah. points. <laughs> he sent like the mind blown like, emoji. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my goodness. And I just felt like it was just great. It, it kind of gave the air like, all right, like I've let y'all play in my face long enough. I'll let y'all put out this BS. Now it's like the real is back. Yeah. He say all that on the yeah. intro too. Yeah. A mess. Do you do you think do you think that J. Cole has a specific like opponent that he's talking to, or do you think he's just talking to the rap game in general? Like, do you feel like he is some like who is J. Cole's op? Like, I don't I think he's talking to the rap game in general. Okay. I don't, yeah, I think he, I, I always thought that too. I think it's just rap game in general, and he, he not even he don't even be afraid to like say nothing really. Like, he it ain't like he out here just like getting at people on some like super deep level, like specific people, but I mean. Mm-hmm. I actually like how he addresses the rap game because it's all mm-hmm. the truth. Mm-hmm. They don't say nothing. I mean, he don't say nothing but, you know, not, nothing but the truth. Like, he'll still say stuff that maybe certain people will either won't say or they'll be real, 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 real careful about how they say it mm-hmm. to the point where it's like, all right, you, you just shouldn't have said it at all. You might as well. Like, <laughs> yeah. But I, I like how he does it. And he can back it up. Like, even when he said the whole thing, yo, when he said, uh, I don't even remember what song it was or whatever. I I can't remember. But when he talked about people trying to drop uh, drop them 30-song albums just to barely do, he like, 100,000 or something like that. Yeah. I was like, he was talking to Khaled. Yo, I, I felt like he could have been talking to Khaled. He could have been, I don't know if they got, I don't know who he has, like, secret problems with. But, shoot, he could have been talking about how Chris Brown did that, like, twice in a row. Like all them tracks he be dropping, like people, like people be dropping all these tracks with all these songs, like the the YSL, the Young Thug joint was like, what twenty? I forgot how many tracks, but just more people dropping like thirty track albums, and it's like, yeah, y'all probably still not going to do as many numbers as as he going to do. Y'all, rappers, man, y'all ain't trying to catch my attention if y'all dropping. If y'all dropping more than like eighteen songs, I'm like, I'm not, I'm keep, like. And that, we, it's, it's funny because that's where we used to be, but now, like, no, just too, way too much to get my attention now. And it's like, yo, I think it's a tactic. Like, you're only doing that just to give yourself a hot because you think it gives you a higher chance of one of them songs landing somewhere, one of them songs, or a couple of them songs maybe getting a lot of radio spins or just a lot of streams or a lot of, like, just play somewhere. You don't want to give them too little, so then maybe it seems like it's a lower chance. It's like, man, I'd rather cut the track number down and had a quality up then they have a bunch of tracks quality right. over quantity like yeah, it's just like, disgusting the way they put all these tracks yeah it's just this disgusting how they put all them tracks on there like stop yeah. it's all like a numbers game i hate it mm-hmm. put out good content like just be like j cole like just have quality music have a great rollout and be authentic but no it's like all these other extra games for 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 streams. I hate it. I'd much hate rather it. say an album is too short than say it's too long. 
Yeah. Because if it's too short, you would only say that if it was good. Mm -hmm. So if I'm saying your album's too short, I'm like, damn, I wish I could hear more of that. If it's too right. long, it's like, I don't need to hear any of this. It's like, and it's too long, it's like, either I don't want to hear any of it, but, or if you're listening to it, you're going to be like, all right, I'm just ready for this to be over now. Or you put a, 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 a you, you start short checking the album. It's like, even, even if some of the songs are good, it's just like, I don't want to hear a good album and be like, I liked the first 10. And then after that, like it jumps off. Mm -hmm. I like I like I like the first couple. Then I like track seventeen. Then I like twenty three. Yeah. Like I don't know. Nah. Yeah. You know what album? This is <laughs> I guess it's old by now. But like I always go back to Pusha T's Daytona. Like I just felt like that was just perfect. Like every song was, in my opinion, great. And for the, the type of music he put out. Yeah, yeah for the type of music. Yeah. Um. I still feel bad because I ain't like that album. Yo, I ain't gonna lie. Oh, <laughs> uh, what didn't you like about the beats? Because it was Kanye. I, yo, I mean, it's not even just that though. For, for well, first of all, that was during that little seven-track Kanye album run, which I hated, and I think Tiana Taylor had the best album. But I'm not gonna get into all that. But overall, though, I'm not even like a. I'm not as much of a Pusha T fan anymore. I was more. I think I said it before. I'm more. I was more of a Pusha T fan when he was with the, the clips. clips. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like I like the clips. I don't really like Pusha T by himself. It's like he's not bad, but he don't keep my attention though. It's like I hear him and I'll be like, all right. So it ain't mm -hmm. it just don't stick with me like he like he used to. Mm -hmm. but, but I mean I'm not but I'm not saying that no one should like him. Like he no he has some good music. It's just like dang, I wish I still felt the same about him. Right. Yeah. I always go back to Daytona. I really enjoyed that for some reason. I don't I don't have any explanation. I just, I loved it. Yeah, you, you love that, John. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, sorry. Um, that, yeah, that whole seven track Kanye thing, that might be the exception to me only because I feel like, in a bad way, an exception. Like, I, I feel like it would have been better if everybody had more control over what was mm -hmm. coming out. Like yeah. like Tiana was saying, Tiana's was great mm -hmm. and everything, but after you hear her issue with that whole process, mm -hmm. it makes you think, well, damn, we probably could have got a way better seven track right. guy. We right. liked it, but we yeah. got liked it way more. So while that was a rollout, it was like you it wasn't you gave us one of the the worst Nas albums. Yeah. <laughs> Like, and why would Nas run? Why would Nas agree to that? Anyway, um, I did one. like Bonjour though. That was the best Bonjour. track. One. I love. I always listen to that song. I want to go to Paris just because of that song. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the. That was one of the moments. Like you said, qu um, quality over quantity. But that was one of the moments where like the quality affected the quantity. You know, yeah. it's not quality of the music, but quality mm -hmm. of the rollout itself. Like mm -hmm. where Kanye kept throwing those big giant gatherings when the album was dropped, <laughs> make it a make it a try to make it a world stopping event, and then you get this trash music. You're like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> like, what are you doing? It's they they playing you know, they playing in our stuff. face. Yeah, they're the what? Don't don't talk about the Quincy Jones of hip hop like that. <laughs> Yo, let's talk about that. Yo. Fatcho said that, that DJ Khaled is the Quincy Jones of hip hop. First of all, that's a, there's a lot of things wrong with that. First of all, 
Don't ever put DJ Khaled and Quincy Jones in the same sentence. I don't even want them in the same room. That's number one. Number two, Quincy Jones is the Quincy Jones of hip hop. What do you mean? Do y'all know Quincy Jones? How do you do you know Quincy Jones's history to make a statement like that? Quincy Jones influenced hip hop too. Fat Joe was just waking up when he said that. <laughs> Joe Brock, they call him now. Yeah, yeah. He just be talking. All, all the way since and before this, but like you could, if you want an old reference, like the fucking Fresh Prince theme song and, and all that shit was like kind of produced by Quincy Jones. He's in the opening credits. <laughs> so how can Khaled be the Quincy Jones of hip hop? There's no Quincy way. Jones it ain't no way. It ain't no, there's no, it ain't no way possible. DJ Khaled won't ever be the Quincy Jones of hip hop. I can't see the see the future, and I will tell you now, Khaled, you do your thing, but you will never be the Quincy Jones. Like, guys, and it's not a bad, not even a bad thing, because Quincy Jones is an incredibly high bar. Like, you can't. I don't think anyone can be Quincy Jones. No, you can't. And if you're gonna, but if you're gonna pick anybody, I'm not reaching down and be like, you know what, Khaled. <laughs> no, not 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 Dre, not Timberland, not Kanye, not Swiss, not not all these high level producers. No, no, we're gonna pick Khaled and make him. Right, don't even make beats. Like, dog, you you didn't do any. Yo, you didn't do anything close. <laughs> like Khaled, no, Khaled about to be on my list just for being called that. <laughs> Switch. Well, you can't beat Khaled up because, like, he didn't. I don't think he asked Joe to say that. Yo, like I, Joe, I, like Khaled catching all this heat for something Joe that Joe said. No, but you know what though was bad enough is Khaled probably agrees that. <laughs> that's a problem too. He, he probably, gonna, that's gonna be the next drop. He's gonna be like the Quincy Jones of hip hop. Yo, if the next album is called. Knowing Khaled, he would name his next album Quincy Jones. <laughs> like executive by Khaled, Khaled, Asad Khaled, and Quincy Jones Khaled. <laughs> Quincy no, Khaled. Khaled Jones, or whatever you want to call it. I don't know Khaled Jones. I can't, when you sent me that, yo, I was like, when Aunt, yo, Aunt sent me that last night, yo, and I was like, I was hot, yo. I'm really sitting there like, yo, why would you ever. <laughs> Somebody like it ain't like Fed Joe is somebody new in the game and just came out and all he knows is Khaled. Like dog, I've <laughs> born and you talking about some Khaled is the Quincy Jones of hip hop. You had the Arthur fist when uh when I told you that. <laughs> don't say that. You had the Arthur fist. Uh, and it's crazy because I know that in the industry there's somebody agreeing or somebody's agreeing. <laughs> <laughs> For what reason? I don't know. Maybe it's just because oh, Fat Joe said it. Maybe he is the Quincy. No, he's not the Quincy Jones. I think he's not the Quincy from Juice of Hip Hop. I don't care who see <laughs> of anybody. He's not the Quincy from Juice of Hip Hop, and he's not the. Uh, I don't know. He's not the. Jimmy he's just B. DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled yeah, has yeah. you know done what he's done in hip hop, and that's. I think we need to. Stop like just naming other people like right. other greats. Like they could be great in their own right. Like we don't yeah. always have to like be a, another version of somebody else. Yeah, like, let me let me let me even give uh, Khaled like you know his props for being what he does do. He's a great um, 
This going to sound shitty. Now I'm going to pause. Like, I can't think of nothing. Um, yeah, I'm a marketer. <laughs> yeah, he's a great marketer. He's a great promoter. We've even seen him DJ concerts. Like, he's great at he hype. It. He's great at building something. He's great at, you know, putting a face on something, promote. He's probably even a great, like, engineer. Like, brand, he, branding. He has his place in hip hop. Right. Just don't, just fat Joe, just don't do that, though. Yeah, don't, don't, <laughs> don't make them statements. That's, that's what I said. I know I got a little. Crazy, but it's like hopefully Khaled never hears this. <laughs> he comes back. Right and that's cool. It's cool that you're not. It's just like you said, everything that you said, I agree. Like he deserves his props for everything that he's done. Khaled does a great job, regardless. It's just don't you can't it's just certain things you just you just don't you don't say that. You don't you don't say that he's a nah. Quincy Jones is just Quincy Jones and you can't you ain't gonna touch him. If Quincy Jones died and was born again, his second coming wouldn't even be the first one. Like he could. No. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Quincy Jones right now. It's just Quincy Jones. It's just. But uh, but yeah, you just you just don't make you don't make statements like that. I I that's what's up. That Callan and Fat Joe close and you know. <laughs> that Joe wanted to say, you know, he's. He wanted to big up his bro, but you want to big up your people because it's like as even probably. Anybody that's a creative and you got your friends around you, people probably make crazy statements. Like, I've had crazy statements said to me before about, like, people thought I was somebody. And it's like, I mean, mm-hmm. dang, it's kind of big. So, Khaled is going to take the, the compliment. But it's like... And to be fair, we don't even know how Khaled responded to that. He could have looked at Fat Joe and like, the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> but, hey, like, I was just say that. That's not, I'm nowhere near Quincy Joe. <laughs> but, yeah, that that's... That that is a. Uh, I didn't even look at comments for that, so I don't even know what people. Yeah, were I just saw the headline, kept it pushing. Right. But um, all right, I let y'all talk. We talked. <laughs> I let y'all talk, but the queen is back. They should have had you on the intro to this. They really should have. <laughs> right here is what? where you would have been talking. Yeah, right here. I I really need. To paint a picture. Yo, of start what start happened. that start the beat, start the song over again and do your the you do your shit talking. <laughs> no, right I'm, I'm no, I'm not even gonna do that because we'll, <laughs> we're gonna go over time. But I'm gonna paint a picture of what happened. Okay. So I attended Nicki Minaj's live. Um mm. it was like quarter to twelve that I attended because I was asleep. And then I woke up like around like uh probably 10:47. So I was like, okay, she about the uh she's gonna be on live at 11. So I'm just gonna like, you know, close my eyes for a minute and then I- I'll wake up. Uh I didn't. I woke up at quarter to 12. I'm like, oh no, I done missed the whole thing. But it turns out she was late. So I really logged in at the perfect time. Um, and she was, you know talking about whatever she talking about and then drake joined the live and i'm like oh my god like that just got me so hyped i was like i miss him and i miss them like their camaraderie mm. and everything so it was midnight uh before uh well before it turned midnight she said that my new track is called seeing green so i was hyped you know searching it on apple music found it clicked it and I lost my mind. I was like, wait, because let's 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 backtrack. That weekend, right? Out of nowhere, Double XL uh 
tweeted that video of the guy in the car. Like mm-hmm. the, I'm sorry, I don't know the um, producer's name, the beat maker's name, but oh, they was, yes. So they posted like, oh, we're rappers because you're here on this beat. And I'm like, did we already go through this like two I years that was ago? Weird too. Like, what is this? Yeah, like it was weird. But like, I mean, I responded again. I was like, you know, I could really hear Meek and Nipsey on that joint. Like, I just thought they were, you know, low on content. So they just was posting like whatever. And then it all clicked in that moment. I'm like, they knew. Obviously, it was a setup um, to get that back on our brain that this uh, what's Majiga, this beat exists. So when I heard Lil Wayne, I got excited because it was the Wayne flow that I like. Yeah, um, oh, Wayne, he took it back. Yeah, Wayne he, sounded he, like 08, 07 Wayne. As he should have when he's standing next to them. You got to. Yeah, I, I agree. With him. I was really pleased with his flow because you know I don't like when he does it like when he starts just like sounding real weird like an alien like no it's like I understood what he was saying like he has some great lines in there like he had the charisma and then he had the the New Orleans sauce um, <laughs> Louisiana sauce whatever the hot sauce um, that's what I was he's that's what I was um saying in the beginning of. Hey, yo, when we first started recording, I was like, God, oh, out Atlanta, where the whole out Atlanta. That's what he said in like his verse or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought it was cool. So then, like, that. so like I was on the couch, right? And I was bobbing, like, bobbing my head when Wayne's verse came on. I'm like, all right. And then the queen came. And to be honest, you guys, like, she could have said anything to me at this point. <laughs> I was just excited that she was back because, like, I missed her. I, and I, and I think I've, I've, I vocalized this and I verbalized this over the weekend. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to stand. I'm going to stand in this position. I am a barb. Okay. Like I'm a low key (laughs) barb, but I'm a barb. I don't know if everybody, the audience is like, duh, we know that. But like, I don't think I really realized how much of a barb I actually am because I got really, really excited. So she could have said anything in her, but in her verse, um, I, I I don't know. I detected some shots. I detected some shots. She was so. talking spicy, but I'm like, is she really talking to people or is she mm, just talking trash? Let's pause this for that's, a minute. Yeah, I want to bring up the lyrics. I want to bring up the lyrics, and I want to do a lyrical breakdown, like a real short one, because I want I want to just address what I think and who I think she was addressing. And, and and to be fair, I know we don't want to pit other women, uh, female rappers against each other. But guess what? We do the same thing to men. It just so happens that, you know, it's just less of the female rappers. So whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, when she said. Um, yeah, so I love this part. I ball in any arena. Go let the fans in. I should go cop a New Jersey. That's where the Camden. I was like, yes. So do y'all understand what she was trying to say? What she was referencing? Camden, New Jersey. Camden, New Jersey. Yes. Okay. But you know, um, Cardi's song "Up." We talked about this. Remember, oh, like there the was controversy that um, she was being accused of stealing that from mm-hmm. the bull Mir Fontaine. He's from Camden. So I went on his page and he, everybody caught that reference. I I'm dumb. Well, <laughs> well, no, that's what they were referring to. And she said, these bitches, Tom, Tom, TikTok and better stick to dancing. 
So I think that's just basically well, well, up is a TikTok dance sensation. So I feel like that those bars came at uh Cardi. Cardi. I also think she came at Cardi. When she said, oh, no one bitch can be my op. That shit offends me. It's corporate giants and machines that went against me. Um, so, oh, and when she said, oh, no, no, no. That's not another song. Sorry. So I think that whole like Cardi and Nikki beef, like I don't think they really had beef personal in the beginning, mm-hmm. but it was something that was created um, so by the media and the labels and, and stuff like that. So she was addressing that. I'm a bar because I had the nerve to tear up when she said big ass backyards just so Papa Bear can frolic. Like Papa Bear is her um son. Oh, um, I thought she was referring to her husband when she said yeah, that. Right? <laughs> I'm like, this is how much so I don't, her husband can I frolic. <laughs> husband frolic in the backyard. You know, could even locked up. Now he could frolic. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Just so Papa Bear can frolic. And I'm like, oh my God, Nikki, she is really a mom. Like, I don't know. I just I just got super excited. Um, but then, so at that point, like I'm sitting up on the couch and I'm like, all right, the queen's back. Mm-hmm. But excuse me. When Drizzy introduced his voice and he started rapping, I stood up. It was another one of those situations where I was punching the air. Like when I first time I heard uh, Gold Roses, like I started punching the air. I'm just like, yes, I just love hearing his voice on the track. And it was that, you know, it's that Drake flow that I love. I love yeah, that Drake flow love. from him. Like I, I think that is that's Drake at its it's best it's core like i just mm-hmm. i love it and i felt like how he approached the track it was kind of like he pulled up in his car like and he invited you in he's like come on let's take a ride let, and let me take mm-hmm. a let me take you on a, a ride and like just talk to you for a minute like that's what it felt like it, it yeah. even felt like not he didn't even have to be driving he could have just passed by like come on let's go for a stroll let's go for a stroll in this park let me let me speak game to you that's how i felt Listen to and they all went in, and but I, I enjoy Drake's verse. I enjoy Wayne's verse. I enjoy Nikki. I, I not to skip ahead, but even at the second track, Fractions. Yeah, Fractions was good. She she was doing a thing, but yeah, that Drake verse. That was one of those I, verses I where I was like, I wish that verse would have been a little longer. Yeah, I, I love that. I just love how he came in. This ain't going to be the first time that I do numbers on two crutches. And I just love how the beat came in. Like, I just love, I'm too hype. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just, I'm just way too hype. Like, I just, I, I don't know. I just loved it. I, just, I loved it. And this is what I want to say, guys. Is this a Meek L? Is this a Meek L? Because because back to the guy dropping the um the, the the beat, and when it first came out, everybody was like, "Oh my God, Meek need to hop on this track!" Like everybody was in agreement that Meek was the top contender to hop on this joint. We were waiting. Like I know I was, um, and I think I think I could be imagining it, but I think at one point, um, did, there was right? a, a yeah, like a clip surfaced of mm-hmm, him like. Yeah, so I'm like, all right, where, where, whatever became of that? So, but then flash forward a few years later, young, young money hopped on it, and I'm referring back to Nikki's live. Drake was the one that sent her to beat. So I'm, I'm, I'm starting to 
think like, hmm, is Drake not finished with Meek? Like, is he still <laughs> holding on to like their past be beef? Like, because that's because that's crazy. Like, everybody's like, oh, Meek need to be on this joint. Meek, Meek need to be on this joint, and then that camp hops on it and kills it. Like, I don't know. Is that track oh. the exact the Nikki the seeing green? Is that the exact like beat from that? I know it's the same sample. Is mm-hmm. it the exact so, beat? I was gonna say I was definitely gonna address that after we like because it didn't sound beat. exactly the same. It, Not yo, from that to me, honestly, yeah, I never thought that that that's the same sample, but the drums weren't even the same. Yeah, like, all those weren't hype even, drums wasn't the even the was same. doing those weren't in it. Yeah, ah, like, unless so he wise. completely just changed all the drums and kept the sample, but they weren't the same. Uh, it sounded the same to me. Like I, I mean, because the technicality of, the of it, like I understand the sample. But the sample was used in a similar fashion. So, I don't know. I'm not a beat maker. I'm not a producer. I'm just <laughs> that ain't a to say you're wrong. I'm, I'm honestly just curious if it was the same yeah, thing. I don't, I don't know, know if, it was, if it was the same guy. I don't know how to look up to see who produced that track. Um, I mean, it'd probably be easy because, let me see. I'm, well, on his page, I'm on his page now, but he didn't say anything about it. Like, no. Yeah, he he ain't say he ain't say nothing about it. Even like stuff he put up a day ago, like it's no, nah, it ain't he ain't he ain't say nothing about it. I don't I don't think he did it. No, I don't know. In my mind, it's the same thing. So <laughs> yeah, I, um, I don't know. Um, but in my mind, it was a meek L. I might be a butthole for like <laughs> thinking that. But um, no, no, no. I think if it. <laughs> I think Meek should have put that track out, whatever he did, because now if you put it out, it's just going to seem like a follow up to this. Yeah, it's like he always following up on something like initiate. And when you do initiate, you're giving me P&B Meek. Oh, my God, dog. No. That track I said, y'all, I was like, yo, this is what the shit I'm talking about. Shit is whack. Yeah, no. And oh, and speaking of Meek, so I sent this to y'all, too. So there's rumors that Rick Ross and Meek are at odds. I'm, and I'm just like, what? Are, what is the world coming to? Yeah. I just felt like that relationship was the most solid relationship, <laughs> one of the yeah. most solid relationships in, in hip hop today. And to hear that, it was just disappointing because it's just like everybody's at odds. Mm-hmm. Meek and Ross, like that was one of the, the things I read, and I was just like. Why? Like, I don't feel like you, Ross didn't give you whatever you wanted and put you in the best position possible. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I, it's like a part of me honestly still doesn't believe that though. I don't know why. Maybe, or maybe it's just me not wanting to believe it. But yeah, it would be nice because, like, because Rick Ross made the song "Idols Turn Rivals" like condemning Birdman, like on stealing from his artists and not giving his artists proper compensation and all that. So it's just, and, and Rick Ross has just always been a huge supporter of Meek. So I'm just having a hard time, like accepting that that might be the case and that Meek may feel like that. But right. I saw somebody tweet something like, Oh, this is the reason why Meek almost out of his contract. And it showed a picture of Jay-Z. So think back, remember when Meg signed to Rock Nation or whatever she did, and then after she was like, you know, talking to her people with, with Rock Nation people, she came back to Carl Crawford and was like, oh, I want to renegotiate my contract. 
Mm-hmm. So maybe, who knows, maybe Rock Nation title people are in Meek's ear saying, oh, no, this isn't right. This isn't right. And Meek probably went and did the same thing as Meg and Rick Ross. Who knows? It's probably like, oh, I don't think that's fair. Like, who knows? I'm just yeah. speculating and guessing. I could be completely off and dead wrong and not See, make any and, sense. And what I've heard about that situation is just Meek, I guess, you know, he got he got um, Dream Chaser records and he's signing people and everything. Is that yeah. uh, where is that deal at? I forgot that fast. What? Uh, is that Atlantic? I don't know. Because Dream Chaser records isn't under MMG. It's at a Obviously it's under Grand Hustle. T.I. <laughs> that would be wild if he ended up back at Grand Hustle. <laughs> why? But, um, why are you even going back there? So uh, maybe he just wants to sign himself pretty much. He wants to just be out of his contract and do his own thing. Maybe. I have no idea. But um, I don't see. For me, it's like. It's messed up when you read this and automatically I don't side with Meek. I'm like, all right, what did why why are you what did you do this while? Like why like, I, I felt the same I felt the same well, way though. It's like oh, I mean, not gotta be through. So yeah, who 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 are you being a follower? Who are you following behind? Who's in your ear? Like, what are you trying to do? Yeah. What did you do wrong? Like it's a shame. Like we just automatically like thinking Rick Ross is in the right. Yo, man. Yeah, and I don't know Rick Ross like that, man. I, I don't know Rick Ross, and I don't know Meek. I don't know anything. Yeah. Rick Ross could be the worst person in the world behind the scenes, for all I know. Yeah, but worst. <laughs> the biggest, the, the biggest, worst. The worst. Worst. Motherfuckers never loved us. Yeah, um, he was on the worst behavior. Yo, Rick Ross in the crib doing a, a five minute freestyle. To worst behavior right now. You got to put that joint that out. That's funny. I, hmm. I am a conspiracy theorist in this regard because it could tie back to Drake again. Because, like, you see how once uh, Drake and Ross like amended you know, mended their relationship or whatever. They talking about joint albums and stuff like that. Um, you know, I, I still view uh, the whole seeing green beat thing as a Meek L. So maybe Drake is not done. Like he's still making Meek suffer for staining his reputation in hip hop. And, um, you know, accusations that Drake like had a ghostwriter to write his own stuff. Like, First of all, Drake is the greatest evil mastermind in the world if that all came to light. <laughs> yeah, if that all came to light, it's like, yeah, you got me because I didn't think you would even go back to that or worry about that anymore. Trust is all fun and games till I want to play too. That's what he said. He did. That's what he said. He's probably not done. He's probably not done. He's probably making, still making me suffer. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, let's be cool. And who knows? And if, I, if it comes out that I'm right, you heard it here first. You have. Oprah, I'm, Oprah in, I'm the Quincy Jones of hip hop. How about that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah Cali gonna be right at you, man. No, Fat Yadi Joe Jones. gonna be right at you. <laughs> Cali gonna rap and diss you. Right. <laughs> but yeah, it's real sad, man. Like I, I hope that whatever's going on, they can rectify it. And I, I really want to know. I'm newsy. I want to know what, why, what's wrong. Like what, what's mm-hmm. going on. I don't know, I don't man. Know, I don't know, man. Right. Pill probably want to sign Meek, and Meek like, shoot, man, you got a better <laughs> deal than what Ross giving me. So I mean, Pill on the low. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. So, but, I mean, oh. 
So many people at Oz that we love the Joe Budden podcast. What is going on? Why? That right there is. I can't sleep at night. <laughs> so I guess not that it's, serious. It's just really a shame, yo. Yeah. Like, it's really, really, really a shame. And honestly, Joe what? is Joe is is for the way he handled it, he is a He's trash. <laughs> He's trash. Like, I, I don't. I don't really. I don't. I. I, I don't feel him for this. I don't. I, I'm honestly on Maul and Rory's side, like 100. percent 100. And me, like, there's no like. I don't have any part of me on the other side of it. <laughs> did y'all pay the two dollars to hear the response? Yeah. Like I did. Two dollars. <laughs> Bought that down yeah. at like two in the morning. Yes. Like there yeah. was like bootleg ones out. Like, you could see the whole thing without paying it. But I was just yeah. like, no, I'll support yeah, it. It's two dollars. Yeah, because yeah. I, I knew it would be out too without the two dollar thing. But it's like, mm-hmm. man, I, no, I'm paying this two dollars, yo. Yeah, when I listen to more, here I go again, Maury and Raw, Ma and Rory's <laughs> response. Like, I felt so bad for them. Like, and I can I can see how they felt like Joe was like changing and stuff like that. Um, I thought it was funny when Maul said like he started wearing like funny hats. Um when something I just wanted to comment on when Maul said that like uh one time they were at a live show and Joe um recorded the line wrapped around and he said, Oh, I got these niggas wrapped around to see me and stuff like that. And then Ma was like, no, we, we do. We do. And because he went to the show, he used to go to Joe Budden's show when he was a rapper. And like, it wasn't, the audience wasn't that, you know, lengthy. It wasn't that grand. Um, and, but, but in, in, in Joe's defense, like maybe people weren't like, not as many people were fans of Joe, rapper Joe Budden than um, media personality Joe Budden. Well, that's it's, definitely it's Joe. true. But yeah, I mean, that's Joe's defense. Yeah, like, true. yeah, like, so I you think that was really... Maul's point, though. Yeah, but what I'm trying to say is, like, yeah, they might not be wrapped around the line to see, to see uh, rapper Joe Budden, but they could be wrapped around to see media personality Joe. But that's not to say that, like, he did it, like... Yeah, he started it and it's his vision and everything, but like your two co-hosts like helped make it bigger than it probably would have been because mm-hmm. um they kind of balanced Joe out and it's just everybody brings something to the table and everybody even has their own fan base. And a lot of times like hey, I know that like I'm I'm a Joe Budden fan, but a lot of times like you know, I agree with what Rory said or I like how um uh, Rory like explained or uh, broke down those lyrics or something like that um, and I, I can understand like people have like their truth or whatever um, I just feel like a lot of times like somebody two people could be like going through the same thing but somebody could just have a, a, a totally different outlook or perspective of what's, what's happening. Mm-hmm. And I really do think that that that's what happened in the friendship, like I, I, in the business. Like I, I really do. I think mm-hmm. mom Roy are thinking one way about a situation and Joe's thinking a completely different way. Although it's like, everybody's there participating. Yeah. But 
like more Rory and Wall said they were doing, if they're constantly checking in, yeah, even if they're thinking uh-huh. moment, but they're constantly checking in to try to figure it out. Like, yeah. so what, what is it? What is it? What is it? And they're met with backlash. It's like, well, you, we kept trying to figure the situation out. You wouldn't let yeah. us figure it out. Yeah, so. You're not letting us in on it. And that's yeah. corny. Yeah. Like for, for more, for Rory and Maul, it's like real simple. Like, Hey, like we just want to know X, Y, and Z. It's just part of the, our agreement. But I think Joe was probably like internalizing it and feeling like on a defensive, like, oh, in his mind, he's probably thinking, I'm doing X, Y, and Z for these, whatever. And they had the nerve to question me. Like, and on the other side, they're just like, no, like, it's just part of what we're supposed to do. Like, mm-hmm. that's just the business of it. It's not that serious. Um, right. Yeah, like, it, like, I'll give an example. This is not the best example, but something so simple for somebody else could like be internalized different to the other person. Like I remember, like I used to always ask mom, my mom, like, Oh, what are we having for dinner? And I used to always like feel some type of way because the way she would respond and she'll be like, I mean, I don't know, like just, I'm just throwing something together. And I'll always wonder like, why is that such a big deal that I'm asking what's for dinner? Mm-hmm. But like in my mom, my mom's perspective, it could be like she's in her mind. She's doing all of these things. It's like she has their business. She's trying to take care of everybody like mm-hmm. she has to work. And then here I go. Don't have to do all this stuff. And I'm asking, oh, what's for dinner? It's like mm-hmm. I'm bending over backwards. Like that's the last thing I'm worried about is what, what you're eating for dinner at this point. Like that's something that I have to take care of. But like yeah. I got all this stuff on my plate. So I feel like that's kind of how I took the situation. But in this particular instance, like I do feel like um, more leaning towards the side of Rory and Maul. um, Because I just feel bad because they just seem very genuine. I feel like and they don't really have a reason to lie. Right. Um, Joe, like if he was lying or trying to spin the story in a certain way, he has every, you know, reason to try to make it paint a picture a certain way it's very it's ego it's all driven by ego, it's all yeah, ego. It is. But he he but you we know that from him but i, I don't they i feel like joe he's always been like it's about me it's about yeah. me it's about me like no matter what like he he'll even say on the show he, he'd be joking but it'd be mm-hmm. real he'd be like i'm phony like you, you yeah. joke and you say that, but you really are phony. Like right, Charlemagne was saying that um, Joe ruins like every business he's a part of and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and that really be true. Like, and I and I'll follow Joe Budden wherever he goes. It's like, but he does ruin everything that I like enjoy seeing him in. Like, yeah. not saying he ruined the complex thing, but it's just like he felt some type of way. And but like everyday struggle, like I literally tuned in every day. Like it really mm-hmm. was something I look forward to, and I although I you know, lean more to the side of Joe on situations compared to act. Like I really did enjoy like their opposite opinion, their opposing position and opposite opinions. And it was just something to look forward to. But then that ended. But even before that slaughterhouse, like, Oh my God, in my mind, that was like a rap superhero group. And I just, I just, it was like my rap dreams come true. You know how mad I was that we didn't get that second, debut album that's debut their second commercial album because the first one was pretty commercial sounding but i guess you got to do that when you're yeah, a major uh-huh, but uh-huh. that second one was like theirs all the way and they had brought on like just blaze just the list of producers they had on that i was like this shit is about to be nuts. that had potential to be one of the best 
even if you don't want to help like critically best, but like cult best. Yeah. It had it had it had it was on track to be like, yo, this could be one of the best cult hip hop albums ever done correctly. Facts. And, and then Joe was like, no, fuck this, fuck shady. I was like, oh, you just like do the entire how do you throw that out the window? Yeah. And then he's doing the same right. thing with the with this podcast. It's like, oh my God, like we went to live shows, went to the roof right. picnic. I bought merch. Like uh, we're ex- we love this, and then it's just another thing. I was excited when we went to go see their podcast. Yeah, it, it was, was very inspirational. Yeah, yeah. it was inspiring us, and they were just friends on stage. It was dope. Uh, and I yeah. think his problem, a big problem that he has, is with this whole thing about you know people saying that he destroys everything that he builds up. Mm-hmm. It's crazy how he does that, right? Mm-hmm. And now you know these people are probably hitting them on Twitter or hitting them everywhere else, and mm-hmm. they're saying it. And you know, you see him responding to people, mm-hmm. so he'll say it, and they'd be like, "Yeah, you destroy everything you do." He'll probably be like, "Yep, like yeah, I do." Mm-hmm. He'll agree mm-hmm. with it, but then in the same breath, he'll blame it on stuff that other people are doing. So I'm like, yeah. "Well, how can you say both? If you know that you're the one tearing it down, how can you blame somebody else for the destruction of it? Like, how can you blame somebody mm-hmm. else for the reason?" For for yeah. you doing it, it's kind of like well, you made me do it type of thing. You know what I'm saying? My thing yeah. is, my but thing that's is, what it seems like. But it's corny because it's like you don't. He one of them people that's just like yo, you you don't ever look in the mirror. Like you don't ever just be like yo, it's me. That's it's definitely mm-hmm. me. That's the issue and just me. It's kind of like it got to be somebody else that did something. And it's and like I, that's, I think that's like, what I was about to say because it's like at the end of whenever the dust settles on all that, like it can't. Every problem can't always be if you always have a problem and it's like it's these people, these people, these people. But if you're you're the common denominator, <laughs> so we're right. the real problem. Like what I think it is, I think he knows that he has issues, and I think he stated that. I think he just expects the people around him to deal with it and accept him because in his mind he feels like he's on the side of right and he's doing the right thing. And y'all should just trust me, and y'all should just accept what I'm telling you. Y'all should accept how it is because I'm Joe. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, but, and I think he knows that's his issues. He just wants the people around him to be like, oh, that's just Joe. Deal with it. Let's all be friends mm-hmm. and, and do business. Just do, but, but just continue to deal with who I am one day and the next. And yeah, <laughs> I, I, think never... that's, I think he's aware. I think he's very aware of his issues. And it's not good to be that type of person because if you're ever mm-hmm. the type of person that's around, I mean, that, that does things and then other people's only reactions and responses are, oh, well, that's just whatever. Mm-hmm. You gotta switch something up because that's not yeah. good. Because you're you're clearly doing something so bad to the point where it's just like people don't. It's like it's like you're manipulative. Like you're doing something that's mm-hmm. it's not good, but you're making it. It's like you treat people certain ways sometimes that are just good enough to the point where they don't want to like cut you off or mm-hmm. do something mm-hmm. like 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 disown you or something like that. And they only want to give people the response like, oh, well, you know what? That's it's cool. It's only him. No, that's not cool. Right. And it's mm-hmm. like if you if that keeps happening, then you get comfortable and then you're just too comfortable with who you are and you just get too comfortable doing the things that you do or living your life the way that you live in it. That's not cool. Because then you start mm-hmm. treating your friends ways that you would never one want them to treat you, and two, just in ways that you just shouldn't treat them. Right. Yeah. That's, that's the part that's messing me up so much is that the fact that they was friends. It's not like y'all just met each yeah. other doing this and somebody put y'all together. Like, no, mm-hmm. y'all, like they told the story about how each one of them came on to be in this podcast. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yo, how can you, how can you do that? 
Like he just, I think he just thought, I think to him, he's like, I'm the name in this. I'm the name that people know, not y'all. Mm-hmm. No matter what yeah. happens, no matter if we did come into this as friends and we profit partners and we right. whatever, I'm the name that people know. So I call the shots because they know me. They don't, this is not the Rory podcast. This is not the mall podcast. It's the Joe Button podcast. So technically, yeah, it looks like I bought y'all on. Y'all work for me. I'm the name that they know whether the line is wrapped around the corner or not. Yeah, and, and nah, that's 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 way. And like Maul that. was saying that he feels like he he brought Ish and Ice on to kind of show like, hey, I can do this with anybody. Mm-hmm. But at but at the end of the day, you still that just kind of proves that you still need a, a dynamic to make mm-hmm. it successful. Like, yeah, I would listen to Joe Budden's rant or whatever. Like, if it was just him on the radio. Um, but it's, it'll, it'll be better if you have other people who are the opposite of you, like combating what you're saying and, and somebody that has chemistry with you on the mm. podcast is, it just kind of shows that you need other people to make it greater and make, it, a make it digestible, palatable, yeah, make it digestible right. if you, um, like you said, every once in a while you would hear them on the radio and to hear it in spurts is fine. But if yeah. you're doing a show every week, twice a week, just hearing you, just hearing you alone that often is eventually going to get old. You need dynamic. Yeah, right. you need dynamic. That's why I'm grateful for our dynamic and and our chemistry, and um, we're kind of stuck yeah. in each other's lives because we're um, all blood related. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But, but you fire from the show. You fire from the family. Yeah. Right. Not welcome back. Yeah. Like come on, now you're not welcome back to the Fourth of July cookout, right? Yeah. I can't, I can't see that happening to like us though. If I start wearing a Mary hat, you gotta slap that joint off me. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna turn off my camera, and when I turn it back on, I don't want to see that hat on your head. <laughs> I'm be like, yo, I'm gonna shut my computer down, <laughs> start it back up. And you better not have, you better change the entire outfit, <laughs> like change the room you in, because clearly you 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 didn't lost your mind, yo. That's funny. Yeah, when we make it big, don't worry, audience, you're gonna stay solid. <laughs> it's gonna be an episode where we all turn the cameras on and we all wearing a Mary hat. Mary hat. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we- so they made it, made it. They got the biggest heads. <laughs> I'm gonna come in with the Mary hat and the little Kim chinchilla. <laughs> Ao just gonna have all, all these chains, and then uh, Aunt just gonna start wearing the fedora out of nowhere. Yo, and his Mr. Big's robe. And his Mr. Big robe. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, Yo, but no. Duh. But yeah, that's unfortunate. Like, it's hate to. I hate to see like podcasts that we love like break up. But I mean, it was a great era. Everything happens for a reason. So who knows what may come up come up this? Honestly, man, this got me. This got me really thinking. Like, I think because of who they are. Mm -hmm. Even though it becomes entertaining when, like, like jazz, like you say, when you have like a antagonist type of person, Mm -hmm. but. I don't know. I kind of like seeing Rory and Maul next to each other talking. You think I, would, I would watch. You would watch that's 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 my next too. question. I would watch something with them too. Yeah, just with them too. I I would watch it. You, you and know not what just I... because they're talking about what they were talking about, but I just feel like their minds, like they so, yeah. they so, I guess, down to earth and chilling, and it's like yeah. they don't. It but at the same time, relatable. they're not yes men either, so it just won't be. 
this is this. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like, even if it is like that, I just like the character so much that it's like, I would watch y'all two have a conversation about something. Y'all knowledgeable, so... Yeah, that's the part for me. It's the knowledge for me. Like when like all of this like all this music dropped. Like I wish it was r- more Here I go again. Rory and Ma sitting in those seats because like although I feel like Ice and Ish are entertaining and they do have a certain dynamic with Joe, it's more of a friendship thing. I know like Ice is like, you know, really into music, but Ish don't really know like all that stuff, but it, you kind of want to hear like Rory's like knowledge and opinion of things because i like the way he explains things and breaks things down and then you have maul like he's more simplistic with his responses but you still listen and respect it Mm. um and i just feel like that's one of the things like the show can go on without them but i feel like that's one of the things that's going to really show um and that's going to be one of the things that we really miss like Mm -hmm. that intellectual approach to the the music that comes out Mm -hmm. Um, i had a uh a super conspiracy theorist thought early on when this all started happening. I was like, yo, what if they, st- <laughs> I know they didn't just based mm-hmm. on the more Rory and Maul response. I know mm-hmm. this is not true. But mm-hmm. before that, I was like, yo, what if this was all staged for yeah. Rory and Maul to leave and get their own show and mm-hmm. generate more money? Like it was planned this way. And then yeah. bring Ice and Ish in and have that show, the Rory and Maul show, like, it, and then you make this whole thing and get all this money. But I was like, no, because once I heard the response, I was like, oh, never mind. Maul would never do anything like that. He's like, yeah. Maul don't got time for the game. He's like, no, I'm not doing all this. He's yeah. been the whole time saying, like, I'm solid. Like, Yeah, he's too much of a records. solid dude. dude. <laughs> be down with that. Like, he's like, he's not fake. Like, he's not going to sit here and, you know, be phony. So, right. it's a shame. Do you, uh, One more question that I'm off this. Do you think that Joe has been influenced by Puff? Because it's making it, like Maul made it kind of seem like like Joe kind of had people in his ear. He's like, who are these people that like you're talking to and stuff like that? Do you mm-hmm. think? Because I feel like did it happen like when he was signing to Revolt and you know he don't really like to speak on Puff like when yeah. you know on his podcast stuff like that. I don't know. It, it's just kind of coincidental. I think. Uh, I, um, I don't know if it's Puff directly. But mm-hmm. to me, it seems like Joe is becoming everything that he fought against, mm-hmm. like labels and and mm-hmm. and being stuck in situations and business. Like he was the guy. He was the poster boy for like, no, nah, we don't need them. Mm-hmm. Independence and and he was even in rap in rap saying like, I don't honor no contracts and well, yeah. we on to the next thing and we got to fight against the machine. And yeah. and then for this to happen, it's like, well, now you sound like the record labels yeah. the way you're talking. Yeah. yeah, I think because he had he got a taste of the other side of things, and I think he had a better understanding now of where the machine is coming from, and he got that taste of power, and it seems like he's liking it, and he don't want to go back to feeling like you know powerless or like he didn't have control over things. Mm-hmm. Now he's just like. He wants to. He wants to control everything because he probably felt like he didn't have control and over at one point he don't want to go back. Right. Um, but you know what? Prayers to everybody. I hope like you know they resolve it one day. Um, but the boys will never be back. As far as I'm concerned. (laughs) It was bittersweet at the end of that Rory and Maul video where you hear they drop like no. (laughs) 
might not ever hear that again <laughs> yeah it's a shame but um the, oh yeah uh, Migos dropped I didn't care <laughs> I didn't I even didn't know, know. <laughs> okay <laughs> good so we can move on yeah um, yeah so I, I definitely wanted to uh, touch on the verses briefly I don't know if you guys watched it I didn't see it and I heard bad things so let me tell you. So yeah, I saw a little bit. Y'all know oh, I was hyped to see this. The DJ was yeah. like, <laughs> "Y'all know I was hyped to see this." So like, you know, you already know. Mm-hmm. Um, I had high expectations, but the first round was not good because of SWV's energy, and um, I was just like, "What are y'all doing?" Like, because they was just like sitting down and like kind of just rocking back and forth and singing along to the track, but the track was louder than them. Like, and like Escape was up, like singing, singing. So, like Escape definitely like was more entertaining the first round, um, but the second round after they came back from intermission, and bless you, and they came back from intermission and SWV changed out of their heels and put on their sneakers or whatever. Then they mm-hmm. felt more comfortable and it was more um, of a show. I felt like as far as like the hits that they played, um, I felt like going into it, Escape is was the underdog because SWV just has more hits and has more notoriety. Um, mm-hmm. But but I felt like it kind of reminded me of like the Keisha Cole and Ashanti thing. It's like um, one person's attitude like was more pleasant and enjoyable, so it affected like how you felt about the um, the battle and the performance. Right. Um, but I think at the second round, SWV like was like, all right, like they won pretty much the second round. But I just feel like they everybody played the right songs and it was great. I, the only thing that I did I thought was kind of weird and maybe a little inappropriate that like I know Candy like is a writer and she wrote a lot of hits for other people, but I just didn't think it was appropriate to play that um, representing Escape. Like, that's the stuff that you did in, in addition with, with Tiny. I understand mm. that, like, some of the songs could, like, pick up the energy and stuff like that, um, but I just didn't think it was necessary. But at the end of the day, like, those women can sing. Yeah. They, they can Definitely. sing. Of course. And, and Tiny I'm, was killing it, yo. I ain't gonna lie, yo. When I, I, was I honestly, yo, I, watched, I was like, yo, Tiny was like, when they did tonight, great. when they did tonight, I was hyped. Tamika's holding you tight, yo. They slept on Tiny. They slept on Tiny. She got a. She has a great voice. Um, but yeah, it was it was cool. Like the the first half was disappointing, and then. But the closing was was really good, so I think it, all, all together it was a good matchup. I think it was a. I think it was a, to, to be honest. I think it was a tie. You was a tie. Yeah, I think it was a tie. Oh, all right. Yeah, the actual versus battle, like SWV's music, like I prefer more. Even though, like, I love like Escape songs, but SWV, right. like, they're one of my like top favorite girl groups, and I, I miss girl groups. I don't know why we don't have them anymore. Yeah, yeah now, it's like this is literally like literally zero. Yeah, at first That's we were crazy. overpopulated with girl groups in the nineties. Like, and, oh my god, in the early two thousands. Now you just got female duos. You don't got female like groups anymore. Yeah, and they don't they don't do it for me. Sorry. Like I, I like June's Diary, but they don't put they're not as present because they don't like nobody's pushing their music or anything like that. It's just yeah. weird. 
It's weird. We don't have like we don't even really have male groups anymore either. Oh. We yeah, just, no. Like, yeah. Trying to be solo. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's it. oh, last thing. So Lil Reese was shot again. I don't even know who Lil Reese is. Oh, <laughs> but, honestly, all I saw I know that he got shot. I'm not trying to take anything from that. That's super unfortunate. But what is what does he? What song does he have? Um, he was on. I'm just old. Like with uh, Chief Keef. He was on what? Um, don't like. With he was on. Don't like. I didn't even know that. The first one, right? Or was it the? Was... What's the one? Yeah, there was the original, and then there was the remix, right? And then there was another one. Uh, Catch him, catch him in traffic or something. I don't know. Y'all know I don't really know Chicago music all like that. But Lil Reese is MP. They call him the Chicago Grim Reaper. Um, like keep people keep trying to like shoot him and kill him, but he keeps living. Um, <laughs> he's a, he's a ghost. He's living. He just keeps living. So I think so. He tried to steal somebody's car allegedly in a Chicago parking garage, and the person like retaliated. And there's a video actually of him like. The bullet like grazed him in his eye, and it shows him like bleeding and leaking. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you keep going, so that's the story. Yeah, he tried to steal my car. Somebody retaliated. Yeah, somebody was like they chased him down, like they were shooting in the car and stuff. I believe. I believe. Hey yo, I'm gonna just be honest. Karma. Yeah, you deserve that. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I want him to get shot. I don't want anybody to steal cars to get shot, but. See, this is because I've been seeing a whole bunch of comments and a lot of people saying like, oh, man, this corny, man. They shot Lil Reese. Duh, duh, duh. Yo, he tried to steal somebody's car. Yeah. Somebody what did you do to put yourself in steal my car and I got a gun on me? I'm probably going to try to shoot you in your eye, too. Oh, my God. Yo, on some, on some like, just to really be honest, yo, mm-hmm. somebody tried to take you out of your out of they try to take your vehicle and get away with it. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna do to the person? Try to chase them down just to punch them in the face? Hey, yo, I let me tell you something. Like <laughs> stealing a thief, like that is my pet peeve. Like I just I hate the <laughs> idea of stealing somebody's stuff. Like that you have no right to other people's things. At all. Right. At all. Like, I don't care if that person is rich as hell and you're poor. Like, you that's theirs. That That's theirs. We, we got to find another way to get what you want. But that's theirs. You're not entitled to that person's things. Like, go mm-hmm. get your own. I don't like that. Like, I, I'm not condoning, like, using violence and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, he put himself in that position. He did. And and the thing is, though, and, and look at... and and. Look at who you are. Look at who you are. Look at who you are in the rap game. Look at what the people call you. They tell you the Grim Reaper because you keep getting shot and you don't die. Okay, you don't die. Nobody wants anybody wow. to really be killing anybody. But the fact that you have that name, you're aware that you have that name, you get into what you get into, got into what you got into, and you still out here trying to do stuff like that, yo, you should know off the top. You should know off rip. I mean, like, they somebody is gonna try to kill you, probably regardless of whether you're trying to steal a car or not. Mm. So when you do get into these situations and then you get shot, and now everybody's like, "Oh my God, no, Lil Reese." Mm-hmm. To be honest, I mean, I'm not saying, like I said, I'm not. I would never wish death on anybody or hope that mm-hmm. anything happens, but I can't be sad about it because look at what you did. 
Yeah, don't put yourself in that situation. Like, dog, you hopefully, hopefully you live through this and change. That's what I'm hoping for. Mm-hmm. Not that you just die and yeah, you deserve. No, it's mm-hmm. never gonna be like that for me with anybody. But mm-hmm. you, I just hope that you live through it and you just switch your whole stuff up because it's like, yo, you, you, you can't. I, I don't. I honestly don't see how people can be disappointed at what happened. And mm-hmm. I and I hate to I hate to sound like that, but. I mean, you play them kind of games. That's what happens. Yeah, like, you play you play stupid games. You get stupid surprises. Look I at love you. that phrase. Yeah, mm-hmm. you you playing these dumb games. It's like, yo, what? It's not. This ain't. It ain't sweet out here. Like I'm gonna steal somebody's car and they not they not gonna try to do anything to me. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just run. I, you think that the most you're gonna be running from is probably police for reporting it? No, people will track you down, chase you down, and kill you. Yeah. Like this ain't no game. Mm-hmm. That's why it's like, yo, you you bought that. You bought Pretty it. much. You asked for it. Yeah, like I, I can't feel bad. So for anybody out there that's all, oh no, they shouldn't have did that to Little Reese. Oh, that's corny. No, he's corny. So let's get him to the hospital, and maybe he could change his life up or something. But he's corny for that. Yeah. Sorry. No, I agree with you. I, I agree with you hundred percent. But um, yeah, that's all I got. I mean, in closing, like I'm a barb. Uh, <laughs> J. Cole yeah. is just our savior in, in hip hop at this point. Rick Ross um, is on his worst behavior. Rick Ross is on his worst behavior. We don't care about Migos' music. Um, DJ Khaled will never be the Quincy Jones of rap. Um, Lil Reese needs to stop um, putting himself in these situations and stealing people's things. And um, yeah, Versus was what it was. And hey, we're wasn't there supposed to be a Mother's Day versus? It was a uh, wait that that didn't happen. The Mother's Day versus was a uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Cause like, wasn't there supposed to be one immediately after that? Like on this on Sunday, did I miss it? Like, oh yeah, who was that? No, oh, wait, yeah. it was. It I'm said gonna... it was two. It said it was the no, no, no. That was the uh, it was the they labeled the what's the name one as the Mother's Day one before Mother's Day. Wasn't it on that Saturday? Yeah, it was that a Saturday. Saturday. It was supposed to be. It was supposed to be one on Sunday, though. If you go look you at sure? verses, yes. If you go look at the verses page, um, then you go look at like the that lineup that they put out, like in the very beginning, like where they have the things blurred out. Yeah, it says it's Mother something. Mother's Day special May 9th. <laughs> it and happened. it never happened. So y'all not gonna say nothing, Aaliyah? Like. Damn, I guess I never even realized I didn't. Ha- I didn't even. Yeah, I, I guess. And to me, I just looked at it as they just did the one Saturday with the women groups for the one for Mother's yeah. Day. I figured that was the Mother's Day one, but I'm. But maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Well, either way, that was just on my mind, and um, yeah, that's all I got, guys. That's all I got. It was a lot, a lot that happened. I was, I was very happy. It was a lot. A lot to talk about. For sure. Yeah. Dang, I wish they could have spaced it out some. Dang, it's either like there's nothing to talk about or there's like there's everything, a lot. everything at once. Yeah. Yeah, these, these last couple of days was just crazy. <laughs> yeah, so we got something to eat off of for a, a minute. Right, I'm yeah. definitely going to be listening to uh, Be Me Up Scotty. You know, Nikki dropped the old mixtape on stream and I was listening to those songs every day anyway, but I had to go on YouTube. <laughs> now I can listen to it on Apple Music. It's perfect. That's what's up. That's what's yeah. up. Like when she did that, I was like, that's cool for everybody. I like when people bring their old stuff back. Yeah, I love it. 
But yeah, that's all I got. Well, uh, AuxCordCast on Instagram, AuxCordCast on Twitter, AuxCord on all your podcast platforms. Hit us up, rate us, like us, retweet it, share it, comment, email, all that stuff. Um, For the AuxCord, I'm Ant. I'm Jazzy Miotti. Mayo. And you are now unplugged. Thank you for joining us as always, and we will talk to y'all next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.